I never answered a no, man, I still go, go, go. Every single day I'll be making moves Till I'm buried in my grave To the system I don't wanna be a slave I've been doing shit my way uh, Or the highway And in the driveway Is a nice range Cause I grind through the climb I invite pain You'll never hear me bitch Nah, I don't complain Just gotta flip the switch And you can go and obtain Anything you want Anything you need Your mind's got the key ingredient It's belief Better see what the negativity But I just slide right by Slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answer to no man, I still go. Go, 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 you can flip the gray matter like some batter in your brain That's why I say, fake it till you make it, eh And if you play that game, then you just might make a change Rearrange all the bad to okay Take the worst thoughts and turn them to a game Take the best thoughts and put them on display On repeat in your brain till you're feeling no more pain Never slow yourself down, you can do some more Push past, start a pain, and you'll find a door Open it up, and finally explore Everything that you thought you could never do before Even when you feel low, you can still go Even when you feel slow, you can still go Even when there's no hope, you can still go I never answered a no, man, I still go Go, 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 go Every single day I'll be making moves Till I'm buried in my grave To the system I don't wanna be a slave I've been doing shit my way uh, Or the highway And in the driveway Is a nice range Cause I grind through the climb I invite pain You'll never hear me bitch Nah, I don't complain Just gotta flip the switch And you can go and obtain Anything you want Anything you need Your mind's got the key ingredient It's belief Better see with the negative even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another exciting installment of the Sports Report Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. William D. Morgan. Got a cast of thousands with me tonight. Oh, I said my girl Erica down there. What's up, Erica? What's going on with you? What's going on with you? All right, we're going to go ahead and get this thing started. We got a lot to talk about. Got some XFL, 
a lot of this is going to be NFL free agency. A lot of moves that happened since we last joined you guys. But first, let me go ahead and bring everybody on. First, it's the president of this network. Let me bring Josie in. Josie, what's up? What's up, buddy? I see Miss Blaze in that bottom. And that handsome man down there finally joining us. Man, they, man, they didn't try to avoid us like a child support check. Come on, man. You should have been with it from the start, man. <laughs> Let me got go the, ahead. Got the guns out tonight, too. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Showing the true meaning of Walmart and trailer parks. All right, let me go ahead and bring in a person who will know more baseball than I ever will, because I messed with too many Asian women. Remember in 7 and 7, what's up? Man, what you talking about, Dan Got Guns? Those are dollar store squirt guns at best. <laughs> Don't, 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 don't help. His ego is like four times the size of his other head. And we don't need it getting any bigger. Just. He just, he laughed. I think he was really having audio issues. I don't think he heard a word we were saying. I think he was having issues. Yeah, I think he Oh my goodness. All right. All right, you guys. We got a lot to go over. We got Erica with us. Good to have you here. But the first thing I want to do, I want to bring up NFL free agency. A lot has gone down since we last with you. If you can go ahead and start the huddle, Josie. Okay. We got to start with A-Rod. We got to start with A-Rod. I would be reminiscent. Hold on. Hold on. I would be reminiscent if I didn't bring up Josie's Texans and give the Texans some props because they they made some good news today. First of all, no, that wasn't the main thing I want to talk about. First thing, addition by subtraction. You got rid of Brandon Cooks and his Mm. attitude. I'm a Saints fan. He started with the Saints, so I know all about that attitude. I feel like they could. I agree. I was glad he's gone. He's been wanting a trade since October. I'm, I'm, yeah. And I, especially he's the last real remnants of the Bill O'Brien yep. era yep. In, on that team. And as good as he was this past year, he was, this was his first year that he didn't have a thousand yard season. He had some injury issues this year. Um, he just wasn't. And I think part of that was motivation. He wasn't as motivated this year. Um and I get it. I get it. You're not, you've been through three coaches. You went through the Deshaun, part of the Deshaun Watson area when we were good. You don't want to be there for a rebuild. I get it. But I feel like they could have gotten at least a player for him. Don't get me wrong. Fifth round, sixth round picks, not a bad deal. I feel like they could have gotten something more for him. I guess a little, a little bit more. Mm. Well, he signed, he gets traded to the Dallas Cowboys, giving them a much needed receiver. Um, so congratulations to Brandon Cooks for finally getting out of Houston. As far as their moves today, they picked up a running back Devin Singletary from the Buffalo Bills. Uh, one year that. deal. Um, one year deal worth 3.75 million. Um, he's gonna be the backup. Um, and then they also picked up a tight end that you guys desperately needed, uh, Dalton Schultz uh, from the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas had two young up and coming tight ends, so they let him go. Um, and he gets a and he gets a one million, uh, one million, what one year, nine million dollar deal from Houston Texans. So good move, good move. In for general, them. on the offensive side, um, targets, targets, especially since I, 
don't know yet who we're going to be drafting. The the top three are just it's jumping every day. We're still too far out of the draft to really have. No one's yeah. had their pro day yet, so yeah. you don't know. Um, but we whoever it is he, right now, I think it's going to be Keenum. At mm. least this year, I don't expect a lot this year. If we can go nine and eight this year, I'd be ecstatic, ecstatic. Seven, you raised your hand. What's up? Yeah, what's up, seven? Okay, um, Brandon Cooks is a thousand yard a season receiver when he has a full season with a Agreed. standard quarterback. Agreed. Um, you got fleeced by the Cowboys, unless you want to look at the signing of Dalton Schultz as the rest of that return, because yeah, I think the they truth did of it because they were getting him. The like the Dalton Schultz is is probably the best piece of what they've done so far to me because he is a he is a very talented tight end. I don't think Dallas really knew what they were doing when they let him go because now they have to hope that um uh when up and coming receivers come through because they got they got two gun tight ends. They're the, putting they're a lot gonna, on Lamb. They're putting a lot on Lamb. Well, they're Lamb, putting a lot on, on CeeDee Lamb. Brandon Cooks is going to be a good counter to that, but I think that there's a – they were talking about it on a dispute in this morning, and there's a, the, there's a tight end that Skip wants them to draft for, out of Utah. Um, because I think that, yes, they have a couple of young tight ends right now, but I think the only one that anybody really trusts is Noah Gray. And in their playoff game, he had two catches for 21 yards. He was their second leading receiver in that game. But ultimately, for the Texans, I think a lot of it's going to come down to how they handle the draft and what they do at quarterback because you're putting a lot of weight on a untested quarterback by putting, it, putting that ball in the hands of a rookie. I am still of the opinion the Texans should have a veteran for their rookie to sit behind for at least a year. Nothing wrong with that theory. And you got you like if they would have signed, like if the Texans had signed Baker Mayfield, you give him the chance to prove in an area in an environment with zero expectations, which is where Baker Mayfield fucking thrives. <laughs> Give him the ability to prove that he still got it. You get some draft capital out of him in return when he leaves, and you switch to C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, whoever they end up drafting. But you give that that young guy a chance to learn the speed and the system before throwing him to the wolves, because quarterbacks out of the first round that aren't really that tested, that haven't gotten that chance, don't do very well. I would say 85 to 90% of rookie QBs. I mean, I would say guys like Mahomes, uh, Allen, those are the exception, not the rule. Outliers. They're exceptions, not the rule. I mean, I've said for years, I feel like every QB should stand behind a veteran at least for a year coming out of college. It's just different. It's just absolutely. You know, I mean, it, it's really hard. Like if you're someone like C.J. Stroud, who doesn't come from a uh, NFL style offense, 
But even the ones that run an NF style offense, like Alabama, still have struggles. I mean, and then you, I mean, Deshaun struggled his first year coming out of Clemson. Um, well, and even the colleges that run a pro style offense, it's not at the NFL speed. Even in college yeah. game speed, it's not the NFL speed. Right. Any skill position player, okay. Honestly, and really, I think it's the quarter. The, the the quarterback is is the primary one, but I will even go so far as to say the running back and the wide receivers as well. They should not play their rookie season. Yeah, linemen, defensive tackles, you know, second, you know, defensive position stuff I like that. Almost you're, you're, every position, like there's there's not really pretty much any other position, but your your quarterback at least but wide receivers and running backs as a secondary should not play their rookie season unless absolutely necessary. You should be signing a veteran to let them learn behind, because even if they're not learning from that veteran, they are still getting more opportunity to catch up to game speed and get their routine right so that their body can last longer and they can be in the NFL for longer. You will get more out of your investment on the back end if you treat it better on the front end. Right. And even Mahomes, who could have probably started his first year, still was behind Smith for a year, and he talks about how much that helped him. Mahomes would not. Mahomes was not ready to start his first year. You hear that from? Yeah, a fan. Uh, and that's somebody who's wearing a Mahomes jersey. Sorry, listen. That is somebody who's wearing a Mahomes jersey as a Chiefs fan. Mahomes was not ready to start at the start of the season. Mahomes himself has credited the things that he got to learn from. Andy Reid and Alex Smith and the offensive staff in Kansas City for getting him ready. He wasn't even 100% sure how to read defenses when he got into the NFL. Patrick Mahomes was not ready to start. That year gave him a chance to be ready for that week 17 start against Denver when he blew everybody out, uh, out of the water and showed that he was fucking here. And if more teams paid attention to that, these rookie quarterbacks would not get thrown to the wolves. Well, I heard it. I heard, I forget who it was. might've been on um, uh, uh, Pat McAfee's, but they were talking about, and is it Anthony, the other QB in the top three? Is it An Anthony Richardson, Anthony Richardson. Um, uh, how he's not ready to start, but, and it's the same with the running. I think it's a little easier to do this with running backs and receivers to kind of get them reps throughout the season, start integrating them into play throughout the season to where by the end of the season, they're they're pretty much playing consistently and starting to an extent. Right. Um, it's a little harder to do that with a quarterback, but with a guy like Richardson, I think Young, Stroud, all those guys by 10, week 10, 11, 12, they're not starting but they're playing 30, 40, maybe 50% of the snaps, really getting that feel. And you that, at that point, you kind of get to see where they're at, how they're doing. Are they coming along? Are you seeing progression? It's, um, the problem with a quarterback and working them in and playing partial snaps during the season is a team wants to prepare with the quarterback that they plan to use for that entire game. Because it's that hard gets them in the scheme, right? It gets, um, it gives them the scheme that they plan to use and everything like that. Everything's where it should be. So 
the, the quarterback, it's really hard to integrate like you can, like you said, with a wide receiver or running back. That's why I go back to rookie quarterbacks should not start. It should not be a thing. You Every coach it. that does that sets their guy up for failure more times than not. You're seeing it in the XFL with the defenders where they're one of the first teams I've ever seen in pro football that's able to run a two quarterback system, like eat like equally two quarterback system. Tamu is usually the one to two down guy and his name is escaping me right now, but their other guy is usually their three to four back down guy. Cause he's got legs. And mm-hmm. like, even when you listen to him in interviews, like they kind of just play off each other and just constantly. And it's, that's, that's, really hard to do a two running back system is is way easier than to run than a two quarterback system because it's the general on the field and it's hard to have two generals and you can't serve two masters yeah Um, but they're they're having success with it uh now the only in the undefeated team in the xfl we're gonna talk more about that in a minute but um is that still a thing shut the fuck up one thing i do want to one thing i do want to bring up too that i thought was kind of interesting we see a lot of changes going on with the Carolina Panthers, and they have that number one pick in the draft. They, number one. They signed Adam Thielen. They signed yeah. Miles Sanders. They look like they're trying to do a little something special. Um, I hear they're really loving Anthony Richardson. That's what I'm hearing, too. That's what I'm hearing, too. That was the, Adam Thielen. the team that they were talking about on McAfee, him, them drafting him and grooming him to, like, week eight, nine. I like that. I like that Sonic. So I still think Adam Thielen's got some left in the tank. Maybe not as a number two, but definitely as like a number three. I think um, Adam Thielen's on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> he said he said that Carolina is Super Bowl bound. Adam Thielen is on drugs. Well, he's definitely the, on drugs. The NFL, the, the NFL will do a random drug test oh, they need on to a hit player that, that does quick. well in a, in a celebrity NBA game. Adam Thielen says Carolina is a super is is a Super Bowl bound, and that's why he signed with them over the Broncos or the Cowboys, who both have a better fucking shot of being in the Super Bowl than the fucking Panthers. And right yeah. now, Come on, NFL. Let's randomly, now. let's randomly drug test Adam Thielen. And right now, ever been a team. And now I realize they didn't have the number one pick from the legitimate way they traded for it, but I don't think there's ever been a team with the number one pick to go on to win the Super Bowl. So, and Thielen, you on drugs, buddy. And right now, without them drafting anybody, your starting quarterback is Andy Dalton. You ain't winning nothing with Andy Dalton. Dalton is a good a great quarterback he's a bridge he's a serviceable mid he's a he's a bridge quarterback he's well when i say good to great and i i'm meaning like still low level he's not the elite he's not even like amazing like good to great is yeah mid um he's lousy he's he's mid with the right scheme yeah, you can get you 10 11 maybe 12 wins get you in the playoffs and that's gonna be about it and get you 12 I don't know well, that he's getting you 12, but he can get you north of 500. He can get you 9 and 8. We have. Are the guns the, alive? We have there? the man, the CEO. Look at those. The How CEO of Walmart and Trailer Parks in the building. What's up, Dan? Sorry, guys. Had a Walmart and Trailer Parks karaoke night last night, and um, my sound settings were a little bit tweaked up so um, look look at those traps he was doing he was he was doing karaoke on his pc it's my fat neck <laughs> i thought that was uh i thought that was a broncos hat you were wearing i thought i was wondering maybe it was a sign for help broncos country is that Let's just ride. a cheetah 
Is that Chester Cheetah? Anyway. That is that is Fall City Tiger. I think his name is actually Chester the Tiger. <laughs> um, Dan, I got to tell you the story one time about a crazy, crazy girl I knew from Fall City once. Two, two more things. Really. <laughs> two more things. Two more things I did want to talk Makes about that, um, that happened since we were since we were, since we've been gone. Um, the Dallas Cowboys. Since you've been gone. Sorry. The Dallas, <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys released running back Ezekiel Elliott. He is gone. He is out of there. Are y'all surprised he hasn't been picked up yet? No. I, I he weighs too much. He's too fat. You, so you don't think anybody's going to pick him up? Nope. You no. think he's going to be out there? Not physically, no. <laughs> not, not, they're not going to pick him up, no. What um, do you think any of those owners have ever been to the gym? Like, <laughs> I know Jim Ursa goes goes to the sauna in the gym to sweat out the alcohol every morning to relieve uh, his hangover. But outside of that, when do any of these owners go to the gym? I like, think the really? only thing would you, the only thing you might be able to do with Zeke is a goal line back. Best case, Jim Ursa. Best case is a goal ginger line tan. Back. You don't Best think there's case. one team that somebody pick here's him up. here's what's gonna happen. Here's what's gonna happen. Around week eight, week nine, week ten, somewhere in there, some team's going to realize that they're a solid goal line back away from making a push. And they're going to sign him for like $2 million for the rest of the year. And they're going to try and help him get a Super Bowl ring. That's what's going to happen. So is Zeke's career over? Yes. Zeke's career's been is. over for three years. I think he yeah, is. It's over for a second. His yeah, big contract was, was, the, was the – Crescendo in this. He was just there. He, man, he was just there. He, he was just there to collect the check. Zeke had the Dan Warner method of of playing football. He got a very fat contract and proceeded to sit on his fat ass. That's exactly <laughs> what he did. Just started doing man, chick work, chick workouts. The man's yard per care was three point eight. He was below four. Like I say, goal line back. Maybe somebody he was decent on pass protection. Other than that. You ain't touching Zeke. But Zeke's more than welcome to come on the show whenever he wants. Hey, he come Absolutely. Show. He come on the show. Or he come, come, the show. come and come and rip seven up. He come on the Please. show now. We'll give him a couple of corn dogs. Hey, man, you want some corn dogs, man? You know, Diet Coke. You know well, now he's saying? not going to come on. Thanks, Will. You be good. Diet Coke, a couple of corn dogs. Uh, you think a man that rich even knows what a corn dog is anymore? <laughs> <laughs> so can we talk about Rogers now? <laughs> you mean a falafel. <laughs> all right let's go ahead and hit to the aaron Rodgers situation the saga the saga um so who watched mcafee who he watched up, interview? i thought there was an i didn't watch it i, I didn't there was watch like an intro coming there he messing up he's gonna be just like, he's gonna be just like brit he's gonna go there no. but it doesn't sound he's gonna go okay there. this is my thing this is my thing i the thing is, is when Brett, when they asked Brett to step away, Brett had seen a downgrade. You had seen. This is still a guy that's coming off two MVP seasons. He had a quality season with a crap team this year. Almost made the playoffs. And we're like he's like he said, you know, mediocre for him. A career mediocre best for, for him, like he said. Um, I do. We've said it on this time. The Jets are have a stacked team. They've got one of the best top top five defenses in the league. They've got rookie of the year. They had a another guy who would have been rookie of the year had he not gotten hurt. Um, they got a bunch of dogs on that team. And 
Um, but the question is, is, is he going to be comfortable sitting behind Zach Wilson and being a backup quarterback? He's not <laughs> going to back up Zach Wilson. Will, I want to, he... once it's final, once it's final, I want to see Zach's reaction. Because y'all have y'all seen Zach's comments, the fact that he would ne- he pretty much said he doesn't ever want to sit behind a veteran? Oh, he done. He done. He done. Cut your losses. Hey, but my thing about him going to New York, I don't know if you want to do it. Because that media up there will kill you. That I mean, media yeah. will destroy you. It's one thing to play in Green Bay, but they love you. It's one thing. You're going to get thrown to the wolves in New York by that media. His first loss. Think, His first do loss. Think, do you think Aaron Rodgers' ego is ever going to get destroyed by anything ever again? No. Let's be honest. No. It's okay. I, think, I think he'll be all right. I think he'll be all right. Honestly, he, has, he actually has the right attitude for New York media. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're going to be like, hey, fuck you. And he's going to be like, hey, fuck you. Like, it's, yeah. it's just going to be a mutual. And all the New York media is going to be like, God damn it, I respect this guy. <laughs> exactly. That's honestly, he speaks I, their language. If he just take yourself. the Jets to a championship, New York would see him as a god. Super Bowl, get, I don't get, know if that happens. But if he, could get a cha- if he could get them to the championship. New York would see him as a god. He ain't getting I mean, past and, K- and, he ain't getting past KC. He ain't getting past Denver. And Aaron Rodgers has already seen God when he had the hands of his thousand ancestors <laughs> feeling up on him, telling him that they are proud of him. And oh. uh, so. the, but the interview was interesting, and what I was saying though is, really, it, it sounds like he would have retired had Green Bay just told him, "Hey, we're ready to move on." And You've seen this a, a couple of times with Rodgers. He really just wants transparency. He wants people to tell the, him straight up and not beat around the bush. And Green Bay did that again with him, which they've already done once before. Can, so I don't blame. Did the, they know? Can 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 we just appreciate the irony for a second of Aaron immunized Rodgers wanting transparency? Can, can, oh, can let's, we appreciate? Let's talk about, let's talk about the, the fact the, that he's the about to sign with the team that designed a with their owner who owns the company that designed one of the vaccines. Let's talk about that. Hey, real quick, we got real quick, real quick. Uh, we got we got some breaking news. I think I just found some breaking news. Hold on, one second. This is interesting to me. Okay, so Devin Singletary gets traded, gets moves over to the Houston Texans. Signs with them. Okay. For some reason, the Patriots just moved Damian Harris over to the Buffalo Bills. Now, does this mean that we see Josh Allen rush less and throw more, which could be a bad thing with his interception ratio as of late? Um, this season is going to prove that Josh Wills that that um can't get his name right. Josh Allen. Josh That's Allen not right. mm-hmm. um, not is is going to be far less than what was originally expected of him in 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 Buffalo. Is he still a great quarterback by human standards? Sure, but he he can't close. He's tier three. The sprinkles are for closers. No, he's tier two. Don't I disrespect say tier him. Three. That's disrespectful. Um, he's, tier he's tier two, uh, yeah. but he can't close. He talks shit, makes his his teammates fight him, fight for him. 
which I is a reason I have zero respect for him anymore. But he also he when he's not using his legs, he's not worth as much as when he does. I understand that Buffalo is trying to save him and keep him from getting injury because of the fact he is getting older. It's not if, it's when. Right. I get it. That's and you're, you, you, you have a bag that you have to give him because you're Buffalo. You have to you have to pay Josh Allen. So what they're left with is he's he's going to be the new Aaron Rodgers, only he's not going to get an MVP or a Super Bowl. And that's Maybe a Kirk Cousins 2.0 at the end of his career. Oh, and good God. And, and I just thought it was interesting. 2.0 better. I said better. And I just thought it was interesting because Damien's coming off injury last year. So for him to get, for for the, the Patriots to release him as good as he had been up until last week, up until last season, was kind of interesting to me because he was doing pretty well um, with the Patriots. Um, so to, to kind of see him go to somewhere else, that that's kind of interesting to me. And division rival, too. Uh, yeah, uh, Josh Allen's, I mean, at this point, I, I think you guys are vastly underestimating him still. He's six six two seventy. That's right? a truck. That's a truck. He can, he can carry the ball. He can carry the ball. When does he get, I mean, when does he get injured either? When, when is Josh, when has Josh Allen been injured? That's so true. Far? But I'm, but I'm just saying, will he be as effective? Cause now you have a definite running game now with Damien. You didn't, they tried with Devin. Devin's saying no, but now you have a verifiable running game with Damon. He's proved he could be the guy to carry the rock 20, 30 times a game. So now that you take that away from Josh, will he still be effective or will he throw more interceptions that we saw in the playoffs? I mean, an, a, a good running game always helps the quarterback. There's no there, there's no arguing about that. So, like, yeah, I, I, I totally get what you're saying. Like, Damian Harris can take the load off, but like he did, and Tony, you're right as well. He has to be able to run the ball to be Josh Allen, though. Like there is still an element of that, but like you, he can still run the ball, bro. He'll be all right. Like it, it, if you back him off and you, if you do it more selectively, it's better. Obviously, you can't just go, oh, he's dropping back. Like, oh yeah, Josh Allen's gonna run the ball now. Like that's that's kind of what it's been. There's been too much. Like they know that it's coming, and you can't just like let NFL defenses know that it's coming because it doesn't matter if you're six six. 340 and you can run you know you're gonna you're gonna get beat up at in that kind of situation so yeah i, I mean i think damon harris definitely helps him i don't think that it takes away his effectiveness at all i think it, it helps him if, if anything you have you have play action pass now it's great i mean you it's, know because devin singletary is not a threat ever devin singletary no, is a never. third third down threat he's a third down catching the ball to the backfield threat but like that yeah. means he's not somebody that's gonna take 20 30 times a game no I think a lot of the, the problem is in these coaches in Buffalo, to tell you the truth. Like you, you need to figure out a way to use Josh Allen effectively. I don't think it's really that. I mean, it's obviously difficult, but I don't think it's really that hard to like tr- figure Here's, out a way to use him more effectively. The, the reason why I'm out on Josh Allen comes down to the simple fact that he led the league last year in red zone turnovers. Like, and, and, and previously up until then really, Turnovers weren't a problem for Josh Allen. Losing Dayball, losing Dayball was hard. Was hard for Josh Allen. But he he collapsed last year in that regard. And when you look at the receiving core of the Bills, don't get me wrong, it's it's not bad. No, but you can't tell me that he's going to have improved options. Yes, his decision making gets better, but 
instead of throwing 10 red zone touchdowns, he throws or red zone interceptions, he throws nine. That's still a problem. And that's, that's that's why the effectiveness of Josh Allen is, is going to be decreased because those, those, that's not a problem that just goes away. Ask that. There's a, yeah, I think there's a lock-in problem on Stefan Diggs too. Because after yeah, 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 after after like after Stefan Diggs, that receiving core goes yeah. big no big nosedive. I mean, Gabe Davis, yeah. Gabe Davis has made look good because he has Stefan Diggs, and you can obviously operate on single coverage on the other side. Like that's probably the only reason that Gabe, Gabriel Davis has probably looked like a legitimate wide receiver. Right. So Double I think there, there's there's definitely significantly, yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a a Stefan Diggs lock in on Josh Allen problem, which you can totally get. Like Stefan Diggs is a freak, dude. Like I get it. Like you can't that that's what it is right now. It's too one dimensional. It's like yeah. everybody knows what what the Bills are doing all the time and they're trying to like force this narrative and they have. That's the thing. Like their offense was awesome last year. Still with all the red zone turnovers, it was still great. Like we will both you and I called him the an MVP really early. We were like, "All right, that's that's the MVP." I was saying it too. I was saying it too. Yeah. And, first and, game. I called it, and like, you know, it didn't work out. But like, obviously, the guy's got p- the potential to yes. be a tier one quarterback. And they just—I think it's a lot with the coaching staff. They need to figure out a better way to use all these guys in in a way that's not like, hey, everybody sees it coming. Because right now, everybody sees it coming. So well, and I agree with you on. I, like I said, I think a lot of Josh's interception issue was Dable. I mean, look what he, look look what he did over the Giants. That man and, got that man that dude turned. That dude into a hundred and forty million dollar quarterback. Yep. And it's literally his name Dable. is White Michael Vick, sir. Respect <laughs> him. White Michael Vick. I like it. <laughs> so he got the White Michael Vick, one hundred and forty million dollars. And um, oh my gosh, Dable. Dable is he's, <laughs> he's the king of quarterbacks in the in the getting I a still, quarterback to bring I down. I still think that's story. a mistake. I still think that's a mistake. Oh, I a hundred percent agree. Because you got you got Saquon Barkley sitting right there on the franchise tag. Now I know running backs have been de- devalued as of late, Wait. and I get that, and I understand that point. But there's not a when he's healthy. That's a bad man. And it's uh, I guess it was I guess it came down to pick your poison, but to me it did. It did. They, know, told, they told people that if they couldn't get him to sign to a deal, they were gonna offer it to uh to Saquon. To Saquon and not and then franchise tag not Danny Dimes. Right. Danny Dimes. Or the white Michael Vick, sir. White Michael Vick. <laughs> um <laughs> my, my thing is White with... Mike. White Mike. <laughs> white Michael Vick. Yes. Hashtag white, white Mike. Michael Vick. Hashtag white Mike. As long as Brian Dable, Brian Dable is to Daniel Jones, white Michael Vick, what everybody thought Bill Belichick was to Tom Brady. Yeah. So let's just be clear with that. Like that's this is what it really looks like. Okay. Yeah. 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 But with the Giants, with the money that they invested in Daniel Jones. I think it's an overpay, but you know, I'm I'm a white guy that just talks sports. I don't play it, so guess what? I'm probably wrong. But here's the deal: they should be investing more. They were in. They they should be investing more right now in their offense. They should have gotten Brandon Cooks. Honestly, 
Yeah. They should be trying yeah. to get D Hop to come to, to come to New York. Well, that's right still now. A, I mean, I don't think he goes to the Giants. He's gonna end up somewhere. I don't think it's the Giants. Um honestly, he's I, I he's been linked to the Patriots right now. He's been linked to the Patriots. Kansas City's a couple of Kansas City people have tried to recruit Miami. including MVS and Christian Okoye. Uh Miami. So there's, I mean, D Hop's D Hop's gonna go somewhere interesting. I think that's gonna be a big deal of this week. Will be D Hop's um, and OBJ's. I think both of them. I, I think I think Ob. Did you see what he's wanting? Twenty million a year. He'll get it. I think he's definitely um, gonna get it. I think it Dallas, won't be a Super Bowl contender, but he'll get it. I think Dallas, the Jets. I heard Rogers wants him. Um, on the Jets. The Jets won't do it. As much money as they're going to have to get, because they're going to give Rogers sixty million dollars. They're not well, giving. I mean, they, they already signed one of his wish list guys. So, Lazard. Oh, and let's not and let's not forget what the Giants also did. They basically pretty much signed Darren Waller. So you pretty much trade Kadarius Tony for Darren Waller in this deal. So um, that's going to be a big help for them if Darren can stay healthy. What do y'all think of Baker going to Tampa? I ain't picking old Tampa Bay wide receiver on my fantasy team. I ain't messing with him. I ain't messing with him. Nope. 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 Not doing it. Hey, nope. come on. Nope. Mike Evans will get nope. you a point a game. Nope. Um, I mess with Mike Evans. Um, if it's PPR. It, it, if it's PPR. If it's PPR. <laughs> if it's PPR, maybe. But standard, I ain't mess with no Tampa Bay wide receiver. <laughs> you just you just put him, you just put Mike Evans as your flex receiver. And then once every three weeks, he'll get you 15 points. <laughs> 14 catches for 11 yards. Here's the thing. I, this, I think this, this season, this year and possibly next year, depending on how things go in Tampa, is going to be really impactful for if Baker's going to have a late resurgence in his career. Agreed. Obviously, he he's he's one of few number one picks to not go on to a second contract with their team. He's one of few number one picks that hasn't, um, you know, really, you know, with the that hasn't really made an impact. Um, but he's also just he's he's gone through a lot of changes. Like I can see the reasons why Skip defends Baker. I don't think he. I I wouldn't uh, defend Baker as aggressively as Skip does because yeah, for um, the Browns for one. Yeah, he had. He's he's now going to be on his fifth coach in five years. Like, you got the the kid's been through some shit, but I I think that he can finish his career above Ryan Fitzpatrick, but I don't think much higher. If he gets it right, I feel like the, the issue with Baker's always yeah. been that Baker goes um, with like okay, so Baker's a starting quarterback in the NFL. We we that that mm-hmm. we can probably absolutely we can all establish that, right? Mm-hmm. Baker's a good starting quarterback in the NFL when he's going a hundred and twenty percent, like when he's out there just like just every play has to be max effort from that dude, dude to his, make him an above average game, quarterback. His first game in LA this past season, that first game in yeah. LA. There exactly like and, and, and he loves he loves the underdog type of role so like he's never yeah. going to be that guy that comes in like if he if he goes out and has a great year this year and, and they come back and go oh Tampa man Tampa for twenty twenty five is going to be the best team and you know they're going to they're yeah, going to NFC, NFC title game he's gonna it's going to fail because 
do you you can stack up on Baker Mayfield and NFL teams are going to kill him. It's when he gets like that little you just give him a little bit of little bit of room, give him a little a little fuck up little at all, and he'll take advantage of it. Because mm-hmm. he's very timely. He's very like, he takes advantage of things. He's got you up on his shoulder. I get it. But like, just, you can't have a quarterback that needs to go 120% all the time. There's like, like you just can't, every play can't be max effort to get you to be an above average quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me ask you a question. I wonder me... if, one thing, I'm just going to throw this out there and you go, well, I wonder if Bruce Arians being a part of that organization will help Baker Mayfield. Because Bruce Arians has done wonders with some quarterbacks. That's true. It really could. And so I think he that that James could be Winston a very positive thing. He made Jameis Winston 30 for 30. What if I told you that Jameis Winston will throw 30 interceptions? I believe 30 it. 30 for 30. I believe it. 30 for 30. He did it. 30 for 30. 5,000 uh, for 30 for 30. I did want Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question real quick. Who, who, who y'all taking? Second Cousins or Baker Mayfield? What if I told you I would take Baker Mayfield? Hell no. There's a one time I'm taking second oh, cousins. I can't. Well, I mean, I mean, that's it's apparently that's a step away from taking Josh Allen at this point. I mean, yeah, that's true. It, here's 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 the thing. I'm second gonna say, I I think who who I would take on that just blind. I'm taking second cousins, but my thing is with Baker. It depends on the coach because obviously McVay proved last year that if you have the right scheme, he gets them out of him. You can get something out of Baker. So if it's a scheme that's actually designed to run ba- uh, Baker's strengths and the right players, I'd take Baker. But I, pick, just in general, of, cousins. Can I pick one of Kirk's cousins over Baker Mayfield? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I did want, before we Dude. move on, I wanted to ask, what did y'all think of um, the fact that it seemed like the guys getting the most money this year were O-line? That makes sense though, because you right. gotta protect your blind spot. It was spot. a high market pro line. Yeah, you gotta protect. You gotta you you gotta protect these quarterbacks, particularly left tackles, left guards. Hell yeah! Because the league, I, I think the league is starting to take a position. I was gonna mention this earlier when we were talking about running backs. Um, I think the league is going to start taking a position where, um, running because of the availability of running backs and wide receivers in the market, if it's not working like a, you know, those old early two thousands Kias, you get to a hundred thousand miles, you just crumple them up, throw them away, get you a new one. It's the same thing because there's, I mean, you know, it, it's the, the things that we demand out of running backs is very high and there is a wide market of individuals available, but because, but it's also because of the fact that you have the game today's game being more pass oriented, you can be more selective on your running backs because you you know exactly what situations you're going to be using them in. Whereas 20 years ago, you needed somebody that was bigger and could push through contact because that's how you got a, a large chunk of your yards. It's not like that anymore. Let me ask you a question. Speaking of uh, linemen, uh, you think Orlando Brown's going to do well in uh, Cincinnati? Yes. I think he's a fucking idiot. (laughs) He turned down a six-year deal last year that would have made him more money 
than he's going to make now. Where Lana Brown is a fucking idiot. Apparently he's a, apparently he's a turnstile too. <laughs> Front office of Bengals told told Joe Burrow, "Hey, I saw you like getting sacked because you get sacked so much. So we got somebody that can help you get sacked even more." <laughs> and an exhibit was standing there, and Joe Burrow had no idea who he was. Um, but he was like, "Oh, my dad heard one of your songs." That's that's what he was saying. Oh no 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 no! His, his dad's uh, my dad used to watch you on Pit My Ride. <laughs> Yeah, that dude. They give that dude. They give that dude a four-year deal worth sixty-four million. Um, the Bengals did. Um, he threw down a six-year, hundred and forty million dollar deal last year. He's a stupid. fucking idiot. Stupid. He's a fucking idiot. Stupid. You can't tell me you want you want to get away from a Super Bowl championship team every year, or at least a contender team if they don't win. Play, to go play their their um evil their ugly stepsister. To go to go play for their ugly. That's stepsister. pretty much what it is. Ugly stuff, sister. That's pretty much what it is. I mean, Joey B had fucking Patty Mahomes' number until this year, if All I right. do recall correctly. So you know, and stepsister might be the hot one. You mean you're gonna you're gonna go to, to the, the, the 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 new rival of Kansas City Bengals? You're gonna go to the rival and give Steve Spagnolo. I. The ability to just scheme against you for an entire game, pretty much every year, at least during the regular season, if not during the fucking postseason. Are you serious? <laughs> no, let's go from keeping an entire game without Patrick Mahomes getting getting sacked. Oh, and it was in the fucking Super Bowl. So obviously the cohesiveness of that line had finally set in because in the second half of last season, that line was much better than it was in the beginning half of the year when I called him a fucking turnstile. Now he's going to go to a new line with no cohesiveness <laughs> where he gets to turn back into what? A fucking turnstile. Are you yeah. kidding me? It's like, he's uh, no good yeah. against edge rushers. No good. He's a bit too big. Um, in, in scheme, in scheme, he should probably play right tackle is what it is. And he's big in yeah, which is where he was before fucking Veach was like, Oh yeah, I'll move you over to left tackle and pay you. It's Veach's only weakness is that he doesn't he doesn't draft uh offensive linemen particularly well. He no. he he, he does he does no. like the big dudes who don't tend to no. move the best. And he likes he likes flashy, flashy offensive linemen. It's almost like a guy who who you know, like who doesn't know offense, drafting offense, he, but he does know he, offense, it's just offensive linemen doesn't know. His thing, I think he he gets too distracted by the the movement in sweatpants. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. you know, like, like we pajamas. talked we talked about it. he 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 gets he, he gets distracted by what they do in pajamas and doesn't see enough, <laughs> doesn't pay enough attention to what's on tape of actual game oh. for some of these offensive linemen because oh that is gosh. his weak point every because, time. Oh my, Lando Brown looks looks really good in pajamas. Ah, yeah. He does the. Are you concerned? He does this thing really good. Then. Oh yeah. Seven. Are you concerned about some of these moves the Chiefs of the or I should say defections? Um, you see Juju leave to go to the Patriots. Um, you see Orlando Brown leave to go to the Bengals. Are you concerned with some of these defections? They wanted a Super Bowl ring. Now they want to get paid. Mm. Because here's the thing: most people are not going to Kansas City to get paid. 
Kansas yeah, City is not free. going because he even, you know, everybody was freaking out about the Mahomes deal. Everybody knows mm-hmm. now that deal was so goddamn team friendly and he's still just restructured again to yeah. give them more money. You're not going to go to Kansas City and get paid. They're not going to pay. No. I think this are, is people Brett, go to King, I, I, I'm sorry, Seven, go ahead. Brett Veach is playing an NFL version of Moneyball with most of this team. He looks for an, there are certain important positions where he prioritizes and makes sure that they are getting a higher amount, but everybody else, it's what can you get for the best value for that position? You don't see act- Kansas City resetting the market on fucking anybody except for quarterbacks and defensive tackles. Brett Beach. Yeah. Uh, seven. Brett Beach reminds me of how Jim Crane operates with the Astros. No long term mm. deals. No, not a lot of money. Like he just he doesn't. He doesn't do that stuff. And really, people come to the Chiefs to get that ring to get to the paycheck. The ring equals money. Doesn't matter how much they know they're, you, yeah, they know they're gonna make more as a as a Super Bowl winner yeah. after they it really doesn't City. even matter how much you were involved in that ring. If you're on a Super Bowl winning team, even if you were the backup to the backup, it's still gonna get you a little bit more money on your next contract. Yeah, your agent has a ace in the hole all yep. the time. Oh yeah, and 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 that's the thing is there's some guys that are and 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 I think a lot of these guys like you you can see like with Juju versus MVS. MVS quickly bought into the culture in Kansas City, and I think he realized that there are things that make Kansas City successful. That if you buy in, you will stay successful. MVS wants to be in the Hall of Fame, and while there are Hall of Fame caliber potential out of his talent. Up to he went up until he went to Kansas City, he wasn't quite there. Now he's bought in because he knows that he's definitely over that hump. Wait, 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 real quick. I said that quite Valdez Scantling is uh even had Hall of Fame talent at the beginning for for and who's before the the talent was there. I understand the I understand the production wasn't there for various reasons, but the talent was there. The whole time, because really? you would see flashes oh, of it in his in his results. Talent? Ta- uh, I, I, again, the production has to be there too, and I understand that. I'm not saying, and and I wasn't saying he was a Hall of Famer before, but the talent was there, the potential was there. Now he sees that he's in a place where he can actually pull the production part about out that because the talent was there the whole time. We saw flashes of it the entire time that he was in Green Bay. I see. See, me and Will are just saying we didn't see those flashes at all. I, I I never saw. I did. I I there, there were times I, 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 think I really it, liked what I, I saw. I think if we would have saw those flashes, I don't think Green Bay lets them go. Because Green yeah. Bay could have been the first team to sign him if they would have saw those same flashes, but they didn't. So that's you know, my issue. That's I'm not saying he's not a good player because he is. A, he he's a good player. I, I just think, don't. I just don't look at him as that caliber. I think he he's good. He's a he's like the Boston Red. He, he's like. No, I take that back. Yes, use the Boston Red Sox one. Oh, I swear he, to God, the, the Hall of the very good. Okay, yeah. here's that, that's here, what I here's think. My the Hall of the very good. I liked I the MVS signing because of the fact that I felt he was one of those like kind of like we talked about earlier, where there wasn't a good scheme fit, wasn't a good coaching fit, but there he the you know decent player. 
this mm. MVS has bought in, and this is where he's going to shine is in Kansas City. And I think that's why, I think that's why he's successful because he's going to be the one next year. Kadarius Tony will be the two, depending on if they bring anybody else in. Oh, it's so Rudy, how you doing, man? I good to have you. I, I like I, I like him there. I I don't think Miko Hardman's coming back. That's one that I that I am kind of sad about. But I think it's just there's what so the many times where going they're, on with the sound. It's my computer. Oh. There's so um, many times I'm, where where Miko Hardman had the opportunity to really show his his true talent and didn't did sometimes but i think honestly i think Nico hardman is the you know is it's not quite his right spot i think there's going to be a team that's going to sign him and he's going to flourish i still think he's a talented receiver i just don't think kansas city's the um i don't think he's i don't think it's it's for some reason it's just not right um but MVS is going to be a really good number one for Kansas City. I think he's going to do really, really well. I'm not sure how I feel about them signing another right tackle to move to left tackle. I like. I know we could, we kind of talked about that last week. I, I'm I'm still not 100 percent sold on it. Probably because of how things went with that with uh, um, Orlando Brown Jr. Mm. But. Hopefully this time, hopefully Brett, this will tell me if Brett has learned from his mistakes. And I guess that's what I'm saying about that. On the MVS thing real quick. The only thing is about that is like you had Aaron Rodgers before mm-hmm. and then you go and have Patrick Mahomes and you've never put up a thousand yards in a season. Right. Right. And like I said, so, this I- is the product. Now production has to happen What's that, again. Man? And that's, that's, that's key. Um, what's going on with the Thanos? Appreciate you being here. I, I, Heisenberg. <laughs> I love that. I like that. I like that. Awesome. Awesome. I, it's the picture's even better. Yeah, and you're right. <laughs> you put it back up again. Yeah. The production <laughs> hasn't. The production love hasn't it. been there. I'm not denying that he does need to produce, but when you look at all of the drama of being in Green Bay and the distraction, and like I said, not the right scheme not the right environment for him. Whereas he has started to produce since he's been in Kansas city. But so this year is make or break for MVS. I let's let's call that what it is. Honestly, like that's honestly what it is for him because if, but if he, if he does produce, we have to, we, we have to put some respect on the kid's name. Or you just have to say, Hey, he's got Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. And that's the only reason he's ever been halfway good is because he has, but you just, you just talked about the fact that he didn't have thousand yard seasons with Aaron Rodgers. So are we going to have to say that because Aaron Rodgers got him over a grand that Patrick Mahomes is better than Aaron Rodgers because Patrick Mahomes got MBS above that mark. Is that, is that we have to, is that what you just say that you just say that MBS obviously needs a lot of help to get a thousand yards is what you say. He's really pretty not much. that good. At, at, he's really not that good. Pretty much. Like I mean, I, I, I mean, to, I, I mean, to, I mean to completely be honest, I thought we'll see more sky more. Yes. We, we oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, you know, it, it it all depends. Kansas City and that running back by committee. You never know what you're going to get because we thought we were going to see a lot of Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and he's probably not even going to be in a Kansas City Chiefs uniform next year. Oh, Isaac Pacheco is the number one running. Hell back yeah, he is, and he got McKinnon that right dude behind is him. Just nasty. And he that got McKinnon right nasty. behind him, just killing it. 
this. Yeah, yeah. That, but that's the third thing. down. Like, yep. Skymore Sky is probably yeah. your number three. Skymore is realistically your number three. Um, wide receiver? And then wide receiver. You need to be a two. Probably, yeah. I mean, or just that gadget guy. I mean, he's that. He's yeah, like that yeah, he's yeah. Debo Samuel gadget guy. Run some well, rounds. Yeah. yeah. Which, which, which isn't, uh, which isn't a bad use for him. But when you've got Isaac, Isaac Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon in the backfield, Sky Moore is your wildcat. Yeah, he's not gonna. I mean, he's not. Yeah, well, yeah, I, he's not. He's not gonna get conventional carries. carries. Right, but right, right. If but his. His speed opposite Kadarius Tony, especially when you're trying to play the middle of the field in that offense that they do with a lot more dink and dunk than deep balls now, it's a perfect combination because you've still got quickness and great route running out of Sky Moore. And then, of course, when you've got Kadarius Tony on the other side, who's just quick and great in the cut, like that's perfect. That makes that makes you vi- able to be very efficient using the middle of the field doing to them what they want to do to you, which is keeping their offense off the fucking field and tiring out their defense so that you can get that nice 40 yard bomb and then go back to the side and wait for your defense to kick ass. Last, last thing on the chiefs. Willis. the last thing I'm saying. Sure. Go ahead. Cause I'm, I want to move into that, the basketball. Yeah. That, um, Oh, I, Oh yeah. Um, that guy that runs the basketball here is, you know, just a hard worker straight down the middle. Um, I got it. But, yes, <laughs> <absolutely>. <laughs> What was that? Excuse me. Um, um, we'll address that later. Um, no. What the, what the Chiefs really need, Tony, is is a good a good solid tight end. They haven't had one of those for years. Um, it's been a long time since we've had a good solid tight end. Talk to me about the drug and. Okay, Dan, you need to stop talking. We don't have drug tests at Sports Report right now, and if you keep saying dumb shit like this, Josie's going to be institute oh and we're all going to And I'll fail, and I'll fail everyone. Oh, my gosh. Don, Dan, there will, there will be one in the mail next week. The two, this team has had two of the greatest good, tight ends we've good, ever seen. solid tight ends. Seen. What I need. This team we has just, had two the of field, the greatest would, tight ends in history. I feel like. You had like Gonzalez and now good, you got Kelsey, and you would put Tony in a tight end. end. Oh my gosh! You get a good solid tight end. You know? Oh my gosh! Good solid black tight end. Will is what they need. <laughs> <laughs> Two of the top three tight ends <laughs> in NFL history came and from Gonzalez Kansas City. and Kelsey. And hey guys, you would put Tony in a tight end. It's not funny when you explain the joke after I do it. You're explaining the joke now, and just let's just you know, you're explaining the joke anyway. Now. Anyway, we got some NBA to cover. We got some pro wrestling to cover. Then go wrap things up with the MLB. Let's go ahead and move into the hardwood. Okay, Dan, I got, I got, I got a question. What in the hell is going on around here? What's going on around here? Anyway, um, let me, let me, I know we did. Let me ask you. Let me, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Guys, I have mine in full screen. I, do, I, have, I don't even, I do nothing during the sports report. Producer, oil wise, I do nothing. Let me ask you. <laughs> Erica, let's do it. Erica, let's do it. Let me ask you guys. Let me ask you a question, man. Um, it, we, we're coming down to the turnpike here. We got some meaningful games going on in the Eastern Conference right now. 
Who you picking out that East? Bucks, Bucks, Sixers, or Celtics? Who you picking out that East to come to win? <sighs> I mean, it's hard for me not to pick the Bucks, honestly. Um, I, I just think that just because they have the grind it playoff, like the games, like Giannis Antetokounmpo is the greatest game three or four playoff player of all time. Okay. He's not going to be the guy that the only hit against Giannis at this point. And if Giannis had any like late game, if Giannis was the guy who took the last shot, he would be the, he would be in the goat conversation. Honestly, I think he's in the, I think he's in the top. Like if, if he was able to take last shots, if he was able to create his own last shot, like that's obviously I'm not, that's a skill that's clearly incredibly hard. And I'm just saying like, just throw it in there. But if he had that, I think that he's in he's in my go conversation for sure. I think he's already up there in some people's minds. But like he's the greatest like one through five game in the playoff player ever because he'll just grind you out, dude. And they'll just they're gonna win games in the Eastern Conference playoffs. They're, the Milwaukee Bucks are going to win games purely on the fact that Giannis Antetokounmpo dominates games during the heart body of the game. Giannis is always the best player on the floor. The last two minutes, that's you know, that's, that's the difficult part. And they, they know that they can't go to him in close games or they can, but it's just like, he's, it's very hard for him to create his own shot, things like that. But like, just per like one games, one through, you know, four, just in the middle, he's going to win a bunch of those games. you like, so he's just like the best playoff player. That's, that's not going to get you the last shot basically is what I'm trying to say. So like, it's hard for me not to pick the bucks. Um, obviously the Celtics showed last year, um, that they can go to a finals. um, you know, but the most interesting thing about Jason Tatum is that, you know, that his kid apparently is just let on the court at any time. Um, you, his kid you can just run onto the court. Um, I don't know if you noticed that. It's really weird. Um, his I, kid's need got six, like, I need the Sixers to form an identity is what I need them to do. Are you going to be yeah. an all-out scorer team? Are you going to be a defensive-minded team like you were in years past? What are you? I still need to see an identity from them. When that falls on you're Joel Embiid to pick an identity, doesn't it? Because Joel Embiid defends the rim sometimes and sometimes Joel Embiid is playing offense the whole game. So like true. He, Joel Embiid's a freak. Don't get me wrong. I mean, jo- Joel Embiid, uh, per like today's NBA is the best center. Um, like the way the NBA is played today, he's the best center. Like you could basically have, like, obviously he's the best center in the NBA, but like he just, he evolved really well with, or was already like that. Um, when he came to the NBA. So I think it's a lot on him picking it because I think that the rest of this team follows him. Um, through any kind of identity issues like on the on the floor that guy's the leader of that team uh off the floor there's many many things about joel Embiid that are very mysterious and weird so let me ask you this um, so let me ask so let me ask you this is he is Embiid your mvp well we ain't picking fucking nikola Jokic to do it again i'll tell you that much nikola Jokic is not the goddamn three you know you know who's never won three MVPs in a row will Jokic. michael jordan never won three MVPs in a row LeBron, LeBron never won three MVPs in a row. Nope. But Nikola fucking Jokic is on the brink of his third straight regular season NBA MVP. Yeah, go get it. It's a guy who has the physique of a baguette. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're dominating people. I, I, a, man I think MVP- ju- a man that can't jump two feet off the ground is in the running. Which is the weird reason. I think that's why people, I think that's why he's getting MVP awards. It's because people are like, how in the fuck how is, is he this, doing it? Is this fucking Gumby motherfucker out there just dominating? <laughs> like, it's. But, I, uh, but here's the thing. Sense. 
no, and like, and you guys are right. I mean, but here's the thing that we have to remember: the definition of the MVP. That player, if you take them off that team, they don't produce anywhere near as much as they do. Nikola, every year, Jokic gets get, just straps those. Straps all those black guys on his big Serbian back and just walks their big ass through the season, carrying them like a motherfucker. Drop on my back. Let's go. And and I'm not saying that Jordan didn't carry his teams. I'm not saying that LeBron didn't carry his teams. Or they, 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 that Jokic is a better player than Jordan or LeBron. But by the definition, I can see why he's a front runner. But by I, the definition, I get it. By the definition, then, LeBron James should have won eight straight MVPs from 2013 until Absolutely. 2020. Look, of look, course he should look, have. And you talking to a Jokic fan. I love I loved Jokic. I love him to death. I don't know how he'd be doing what he'd be doing. But he gets it done. <laughs> but ain't no way in the world he should win MVP a third year. Ain't no, no. way. MB no is way. playing too well. Uh, Freak. Well, Giannis is playing too well. No, so, no. So, well, I guess to answer your question in a, in a roundabout way, yeah, no. I don't think that – yes, I, I guess, yes, I think that Joel Embiid should be the MVP. I Anybody so, but Nikola Jokic at this point because I just feel like for for the, just to, for my sanity, I cannot have him win a third straight one. Like, because all – like, come on. There is there is some very glaring problems with that, that. And the fact that his team has primarily been, help, primarily been healthy. That's and will, we've been – We've been the guys that have said, if a guy's an MVP, give him the fucking MVP. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter if he's won it two straight years in a row. We've been mm-hmm. that guy. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you right now, even if Nikola Jokic <laughs> is the MVP, we are not giving Nikola Jokic a third straight MVP. It's just not. If you're I not going to do think, it before, we're going to – don't change the rules now. I just like, think that his team's been primarily healthy. Murray's been primarily healthy this season. Um <laughs> And he he's got a good supporting cast there. I, I I just don't see it because if if you don't have Embiid on that roster, who gonna do there it you for go. you? Who gonna like, do it for you? Honey Bun Harden with Matt? Gian- nah. Look at Gian- Look at the Bucks roster, dude. Without well, Giannis, is what is the Bucks the bu- roster? Well, the Bucks no, is it, different. The Bucks is I different think- because they got a bench. So so that, so I'm not saying they'll be in. I'm not saying they'll be still a lead, lead a lead leading team. But they'll still be they'll, right. They'll still be playoff bound, right? But let's look. But let's truly let's look at the Nuggets though, because when we look at the numbers that that the Nuggets are putting up this year, as far as when you think about the, we'll go with their starting five. Okay, Nikola Jokic is 20, 24.7 points a game. Jamal Murray is is twenty point one. Mm-hmm. Michael Porter Jr. seventeen point two. Aaron Gordon is sixteen point six. Mm-hmm. And um, Aaron Gordon's balling, by the way. Yeah, and yeah. and Bone, I think Bones Highland is injured, isn't he? So it could be Caldwell yeah. Pope, and he's at he's at eleven point one. Bones Highland is at twelve. Bruce Brown is averaging almost eleven. Like they're getting results this year that they didn't yeah. last year. So yeah. I think that that gives you the ability to make it easier to say, okay, it's all right if we look at some of these other teams, and you know, because of course, without Giannis, I don't think the Bucks do as well as they're doing. Without um, Jason Tatum, without Jason Tatum, the Celtics certainly are doing what they're doing, and without um, Joel Embiid, the Sixers yeah. sure as fuck aren't doing as well as they're doing. You depending on without Embiid, you you depending Tony, on Honey Bun Harden. That's what I'm gonna call Tony, it from do, now on. Do me, honey Bun do Harden. Do me a favor, Honey Bun Harden. I like that. Do me a favor and look up um, look up what the Nuggets defensive defensive 
efficiency is this year. Cause I, I, I know it's at the bottom. I know it's towards the bottom of the league, but it's, I think that Jokic benefits so much from the fact that the nuggets just in every game, you just know it's going to be a shootout. Like at the very yeah, beginning, yeah, you yeah. might as well just like, you might as well just chalk it up that that game's 128, 125. And Jokic is going to feed off of those things. That's where those statistics come from. That's where they're talking about all these metrics where this, it, the metrics and the analytics literally say that Nikola Jokic is the greatest power forward to ever play the game. There's but not like he is the greatest power forward ever. Well, analytically, analytically. well, analytically, it's amazing from what he's doing. Um, but I'm looking at but I'm looking at the Denver Nuggets team. They're seventh, they're seventh in points per game at 116.6. They're 19th in rebounding, which is probably their only weakness at 42.8. Assists per game in their second at 29.3. Opponents points per game, like we talked about, defensive um, efficiency. They're at 112, they're at 112.9. So they're in shootouts. Where's that at? Look at their, look at their field goal. Their field no, goal that at, like, now percentage, though. Where's that defensive efficiency like? Is it 30th? Is it 25th? It's pretty low, right? It's not that 112 points a game can't be like that high. It's got to be at least in the 20s. Yeah. No, it's once they're at 116 points a game is what they're allowing. 116 oh, points. Okay, okay, because I have a I have a 112.9. Right? Okay, at 13th at 112.9. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's 116.6 according to StatMuse. So, um, so they so they average at 116 points a game, which puts them seventh in the league okay. for that stat. So, but but but. Look at the the field goal made percentage for them for 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 the what they've allowed basically fifty point nine percent. Jesus, that's terrible. Ain't nobody playing defense. Terrible. Ain't nobody playing defense. But but here's the thing. Now now to their credit though, most of it is in the paint because they're only giving up an average of twelve threes a game, twelve point one threes a game. So from a Oh wait, no, hold on. Wait a minute. No, that's this is offensive numbers. Shit, I was looking. This is supposed to be deep. Yes, you say. I mean, twelve threes a game is pretty good. That's decent. I mean, that's. I mean, they take a lot of threes though. Like everybody takes a lot of threes at this point. But yeah, they get. They they take. They take. They take thirty. Thirty-one threes a game. I mean, look at that. Look at that starting lineup just to start a game though. You're looking at. Jokic, Aaron Gordon, those are your two bigs. But see, the thing, there's not but, a whole lot of rim protection going on there. I mean, Aaron, Aaron Gordon could protect the rim, but he's not. He's that, that's not really how he plays. Right. Um, Jokic definitely ain't protecting the rim with his eight eight inch vertical. There's not a whole lot uh, going on there. Uh, so, like, <laughs> like people are like anybody who's got like if it, if it turns out to be the Nuggets and the Sixers in the finals, Joel Embiid's gonna fucking kill them. He's gonna yep, he's yep, going yep. to absolutely. Ab- obliterate them like yep, i don't yep, know yep. who even guards they're gonna put aaron gordon on him and that's yeah. a good matchup I and mean, that's their best matchup they can put on him and i, and I mm. love aaron gordon as a defender but aaron gordon's more of like aaron gordon can defend one through five basically aaron, aaron gordon can defend almost every position on the court he's so agile yeah, they'll, stuff. they'll stop but he's run hard though they'll stop honey bun harden they'll absolutely stop him. they'll stop him. they'll stop him he built like a honey bun they'll stop him now I just like get like a, a picture of like Aaron, like a James James Harden with like a little bit of honey bun stuck in his beard. Just like a little, like just like the iced part is just like <laughs> and it hanging Harden. there. That's what he is. Well, he's in practice and there's a with piece the of fat like, suit. Like, hey, he, with the walking fat suit on, with the walking fat suit on. They have to pull his little bit of honey bun out of his beard. <laughs> Very, it's a lot of syrup. Lot <laughs> yep, of syrup. yep. Honey bun hard, boy. Beard. Yeah, honey bun, either, either he's going to, um, not produce or get hurt. One of the two. 
I'm so out on James Harden right now, and I shouldn't be, but uh, yeah, I mean, he he just it just seems like he's one of those guys who takes you know takes the points that he can get outside of winning. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's really that's what it seems like all the time. This was always seemed like is like he's more in lieu of in lieu of winning. He will take the 35 a game that he was getting in Houston. Uh, he'll take that. That's right. that's why what he would rather do, and that's what you, that's what kind of impression that we get from him. That's why we why we think that. Yep. So and it, it and if you just keep doing that, then I don't know why we would think any different of you, right? I mean, he can mm-hmm. be a three. He can be a three on a title team. Yeah, absolutely, be a three on a title team. Yeah, like but, yeah, he's at twenty one point. Who's uh who's Phillies too? Like we, well, you made a really good point. Like with the identity, who is Phillies? Who's Philly as a two? Like who do they use? Because you have um. I mean, you have Tyrese Maxey, but like they, they, he comes off the bench most of the time. So like Tobias you, you Harris, know, Tobias Harris is a, is yeah. a three, is a three on a on a championship team. But like, yeah. who's your two? Like, who's the second guy that you can really go to and go? Oh, they're shutting Joel Embiid. They're just going to take Joel Embiid out of the game. I don't know if the rest of that roster can just you know because James Harden oh, obviously does not show up not right in the playoffs. Now. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. James Harden doesn't show up show up in the playoffs. So like, if you just that's your strategy if you go against the Sixers. Oh yeah, you know and. Oh, yeah. The thing is, like, we act like that's easy just to take Joel Embiid out of the game. Not, nah, not easy ain't. to do. If you no. can take Joel Embiid out of the game, yeah. then then you have them at a disadvantage. Which but is, clearly, that's, those, a, that's a huge weakness. But clearly, those three teams are definitely in the running for the East, Eastern Conference title. We'll see how that plays out. Let me bring Josie back in because I think Josie's ready to play our game. So let me bring Josie Woo-hoo. back in. Look at we Josie. have a. Look at Josie. He's not not ready to come back in. Not ready to come back in. Okay, he ain't ready to come back in. In the West, do you, what do you got? You have a uh, who's um you got the Lakers uh going to the playoffs He's, or what? I they're holding out. They're, they're holding. They're in the tenth spot right now. What do you got to be? And what do you got to be for to be in? Was it 13, 12? 11. 11. 11. Okay, so they're tenth right now. So they might be able to hold that down. Well, there's. It's twelve, yeah. Sorry, it's no, yeah, eleven. They might, they might be able to hold that. They might be able to hold that down. So we'll see. But there's definitely some games coming through that they got to win to hold that spot down. It's it's weird because they play they they almost play like uh, five hundred to a little bit over five hundred ball when LeBron's not playing. But there's clearly a there's clearly like a, a ceiling. There's a ceiling level to them. Like people are like, oh, they win a lot more games when LeBron's not playing. I'm like, no, they don't. A, they don't. And B, there's there's a ceiling to that team. Like that's yeah, can they slip into the playoffs without LeBron James? Yes. And it's probably good that he actually, you know, did have the injury there for a second, because it's like that that probably makes them play better like in the regular season. Honestly, weirdly, I don't know why. But if but, they uh, I got a question for you, Dan. So will he be back if they make playing, will he be back? LeBron? Yeah. Yeah, I don't even think he's hurt right now. I think that I think that this is a clear Resting. like this precaution. Yeah, yeah. They're just instead of instead of them saying that he's just so, load management. This is this is like uh, let's give him a little bit of time off for you. So, so let me he comes you back. That. He comes back. How far do they make it? Um, it's ironic, that also, Josie, that, that the scoring record gets broken and then LeBron gets injured. But the thing about um, my, my, but my yeah, I, is, I, I've been thinking that too. I was like, man, he literally just broke the scoring record like a month ago. Now he's. Hurt. But if they, but if yeah, they, he would have been hurt before that. If he, but if they win the play in, if they win the play in, I believe that they play the first round team, which is the Denver Nuggets. He ain't beating Denver. Whew. Yeah, I mean, uh, they they I match up really well that. against Denver. Actually, they they, yeah. they actually they match up really well against Denver. Is the thing. They like if it's Denver, a, 
I don't think they will. I don't think they actually, I don't, you know, but you don't think LeBron James on in the year that he breaks the all-time scoring record isn't going to be 100% in on the, the playoffs this year? We've seen him oh, carry teams. I believe he'll be focused. I just don't yeah. think I just don't think the Lakers as a team's got enough to beat Denver. It's too many it's, I mean, it's, it's too many variables. Now Denver can mess it up. That Denver can mess it up on their own by by keep not playing defense. Clearly they'll um, have to. Yeah, they'll particularly to. on the interior, but um but yeah, I just don't think they beat well, what Denver. What has Denver ever shown us in the playoffs either, Will? That's true too, but, but, you also got, but, but you also got to look at the fact that every time Denver gets to the playoffs, they got injuries. True. I mean, and then, no the, Murray, and then if they get if they no get Murray. Bubble Murray, then fuck. If they get Bubble Jamal Jamal Murray, then they'll fucking win the West. He said Bubble Murray. Bubble, bubble Murray. Murray. Bubble Murray's a fucking freak, dude. That guy was, was <laughs> that dude was doing everything. Apparently you just apparently you just just no just don't put a crowd in the like if you can play without a crowd. Is that yeah. possible? Can we can we go can we go without a crowd? And then Murray. Jamal Murray apparently That's becomes a good one, the best the best bubble player Murray, in the West. Bubble Murray so, and Bubble Murray. Bubble Murray and Honey Bun Hard. There we well, go. Before before we move off of basketball, we gotta talk a little bit about the about the madness. Anybody's bracket still holding up? I know, I know that. I didn't even do one to be honest with you. I didn't do one. There's I, no perfect brackets left. I know how bad father, I am at it. After Fotheringham beat number one. Yeah, I would have been like, yeah. I'd have been like, well, duh, one ones over sixteens, duh. Purdue no, being out too. Dead. That's it, it was. I expected Purdue yeah. to get. I, I expected Purdue to go down because I knew they were a fraud. There I were knew not Purdue any. Was a fraud. ESPN was out of didn't have any perfect brackets before the end of the first round. Yeah, that's nuts. that's how many. Yeah, that's, that's just crazy. that was the first the the first upset shattered sixteen million sixteen plus million of the twenty million brackets that ESPN had. See the thing the thing click. with these brackets that I'm learning, people are not taking account the parity. That's what they're not taking account for. That's well, how and you figure. Number- I mean, you figure one at least like, you know, girl that never watches basketball in some like office pool would have been like, oh, I like William and Mary's logo more That's than the, the last one. Yep, yep, yep. The yep. Last somebody would have done that. The bracket, which yep. was what, three, four, five years ago? That's five what happened. Ago. That's exactly yeah, just like, what happened. I, I like that name more I than like the that name more. I like that name. You should figure somebody would have done that one over 16, but yep. not one fucking person. But nobody, but but nobody in the brackets predicted or went off of parity because college sports has it has parity, particularly in men's basketball, and no one accounts for that. And I think that's why people don't pick these upsets. And and a one game basketball game is mm-hmm. almost like it's almost as toss up as a one game baseball game. Yep, mm-hmm. yeah, like it's almost as big of a toss up. Like there's you you have to have like over a certain period of time. Like, do we think, do we, do we think that the 16 that beat the one was, or wh- who was it? William and Mary's at the, is that the team that beats the one? See, I don't yeah. even know. Yeah. Yeah. Farn- okay. Farnham was one of them. I think yeah, William we, and Mary's was another. Well, the, yeah. the one a couple of years ago was William and Mary's. Do we think that they were a better team than Virginia when they beat him? No, no, they clearly yeah, weren't the better team, but like, it's only takes one game. It's it's right. just as big of a toss up. Um, like, especially if those dudes are playing hard. Right. Just go, just go look at who Fodderingham lost to last night in Florida Atlantic. They only beat Memphis by a point, nine and eight. Which, by the way, Penny Hardaway's reaction after that game was fucking hilarious. He threw a water bottle. He was so pissed. Yeah. Shout out to Penny though, because he took he 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 got that school to the um to the to the dance. So shout the out to Penny. School. 
the, the city the penny. school. Um, that literally, you know, they're not very yep, yep. big. Yep, yep. I'm I'm rooting for a Texas championship. Baylor U of H. I'd be happy with that. Shout out to Penny Hardaway playing paying his players before it was legal. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Ahead of his time. Ahead of his time. So true. So true. Nick Saban, ahead of his time. Hell yeah. Still doing it to this day. He's trying to keep Scott Frost, that ahead of his time. Yep. yep. He's trying to keep talking um your boy from Alabama trying to compete with the NIL, NIL money. That's what he's trying to do. Ahead of his time. Hey, ahead of his time. All right, Josie. Where are we going? We coming back. You, you got to get. You got the game pulled up. Oh wait, up. hang on. Yeah, you got the game pulled up. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Yaka Pertle. Yaka Pertle. Show the show the silhouette. All right, here we go. Show me. Is that Embiid? No, no, no. That looks like Nerland's Noel, kind of, but it's not. It looks like um, that could be Nerland's Noel. That could be. Is that your first guess? I don't want to make that my first guess, no. Um, but I mean, we probably should just to get it off, kicking off. But um, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and do it because I. Oh, wow. oh wow! Good first guess. So, Jared Allen? No, Jared. No, Jared Allen no. has a, a throw. Yeah, throw. Yeah, throw. That, that, that would have been too easy. Let me look up where where the division, the Atlantic division is, because I follow the NBA pretty freaking closely, and I don't know what the fucking Atlantic division is. Hang on. Boston. Yeah. It's okay. I, I'm going to keep thinking this until I guess it, and I'm wrong. Uh, Blake Griffin? <laughs> it's not not Blake. It, I mean. Is this not Blake? Is this not Blake? It's just not Blake. Is this not uh, Blake? But they're, I, I helped. <laughs> <laughs> So he is what? How how tall is he? He's six nine. Six nine. But he's, he's also a six nine, nine. A guard. He's a six nine guard. Yep. Or a center, I guess. But that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. How old is he? We got we got that. Did you, did you get that one too? No. No. He's you got under. Okay. So probably he's between, between thirty four and twenty eight. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Atlantic Division. Hmm. Hmm, Blake Blake Griffin. Uh, <laughs> hey, Blake it helped. It did. Um, how about how about I got one for you? How about fucking nope, too young. Sorry, I was gonna say Scotty Barnes. That's not. He's too young. How old is he? Twenty eight. He's somewhere in the middle there. Yeah, between between twenty eight and thirty four. Well, he's it, he's two years within twenty eight, so thirty. Probably twenty nine. Lopez. 30. The no. yellow, the yellow on twenty eight means within two years of that age going up. He too old. So he's he too old. or thirty. He too old. And he's six nine. You're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's see here. That doesn't make any sense. Um. Yeah, right. So let me see. Let me see that. Let me see. Okay, that's the way I see it. Yeah. Hmm. Um, he's definitely black. Let's go ahead and get yeah. that. <laughs> that narrows it down. 
Um, is that? Uh, oh God! Well, that's not that. No, that is. Wait a minute. Raptors. Uh, what is his name? OJ Ananobi. Chris Boucher. Chris Boucher. Yeah, Chris Boucher. Yeah, let's let's guess Chris Boucher. I don't think it is, but. Oh, there it is. Bam. There you go. There you go. Good one. Good call. Good call. Good one. Good call. He he cheated. Good call. Who cares? He got it. He said, who cares? (laughs) Who cares? He got it. That's all that matters. Uh, Yeah, no, I, I, I saw Chris Boucher and I was like, all right. But I thought Chris Boucher was too young, but. Good one, seven. Good one. Good one, seven. Good one. All right. Let's go ahead. And move on over to the world of pro wrestling with Josie's Fight Night. Let's go. Simmons really good at cheating. Don't right, Josie, ask how they got? ask how many. You the dick Patriots fan. So the, <laughs> big, the big thing I wanted to talk about tonight was um, they announced fan, by the way. The, Celebrity addition to the Hall of Fame. Will, did you see? No. It's a good one. Who? Andy Kaufman. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't heard. That's amazing. It was announced today. Mm. Of what? Shout out out to Ray Mysterio. The comedian Andy Kaufman. I know who the fuck Andy Kaufman is. Thank you, Jesse. He was heavily, heavily involved in wrestling. Shout out in the 80s, wasn't it? In yeah. the 80s. Yep. Real quick, shout out to Ray Mysterio for making the Hall of Fame. Right, I'm going to get to that, goddammit. I just want to say that real quick. I love ahead. Ray made it. I love, the Ray that, I love the fact that Ray made it, even though he but never got his rematch with John Cena. I'm really excited for this pick because the celebrity, I mean, the Hall of Fame in general is a joke. We've talked about that yep. last week on Fight Night. Hell yeah, it is. But Kaufman should have been in. He had a in the eighties. He's one of the people who really started to turn people onto wrestling. Um, who, was his, of, who was his beef with? It was him and uh, I was actually about to, I was actually about to say that Savage. the man who I think is going to induct him. His huge rivalry was with Jerry the King Lawler. Okay, yeah, and I'm pretty sure Lawler will induct him. That's um, awesome, and. It's posthumous, and like again, this should have happened when he died. He he, especially with WWE, he had a lot of time to the first WrestleMania. Like, there's a lot. He he should have been recognized by them a long time ago. Yes, yeah. And but what I love about this is that it's not a celebrity just getting in for like Donald Trump or Snoop Dogg. Andy has a wrestling background. He was a pro wrestler before he was an actor. He had some great matches with Lawler in the uh, in the old school Memphis days. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, he was in the first Mania with another match against Lawler. Um, they and he loved pro wrestling. And I think had he stayed alive and not had any issues, maybe would have come back to it at one point. Well, I, I heard that he's actually just Skip Bayless now. <laughs> Can you imagine if Lawler goes up and introduces, he's like Andy Kaufman, and nobody expects anybody to walk up there, and Bayless just walks up to the podium. We're like, what in the fuck is going on right now? 
Well, That's I mean, Kaelis, like no, Andy, Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman was a little method sometimes, so I, I I could see him just coming out and being in costume and being like all of a sudden he just takes his costume off and they're like, yeah, I've been Skip Bayless all the time. Exactly. They talked about that, or he's Giorgio Sucolos. Was it Taxi? Was it Taxi that they talked about? He was always method. He was always in character. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like that's that was his whole thing. Like he would come on and people wouldn't know if he was serious or not. They, they'd be what like, of, we don't know if he's serious. The best portrayal of Andy Kaufman is in the movie Man in the Moon by Jim Carrey. That oh. stars Jim Carrey. It's, Which they talk about. Lawler has talked about several times how creepy it was. Almost. It that's that. It just shows the talent of Jim Carrey. But it's it is a spot by every account, any comic that I've ever talked to, because I have been lucky enough at some points to have met comics that worked with him, and every single one of them says that it's spot fucking on. Yeah, Lawler has said many times when they would uh, when he was working with him for that movie because Lawler's in it. Because Lawler and Kaufman were very intertwined back in the 80s. Um, and he said just watching Jim do him was almost creepy. Like, it was like the second com coming of Andy. Um, but, yeah, I'm really happy with this pick. The Hall of Fame in general this year is one of the better ones I've seen in a while. Like Will said, Ray's getting in. Another great induction deserves it i find it weird that they're inducting him while he's still wrestling it's different they don't usually do that i'm wondering if maybe he's going he's to retire happen. at the end of this year um they kill him in a match well what i'm pretty sure is gonna happen the way it looks like it's going because they haven't set up his match with his son yet at mania i think dominic's gonna interrupt his his hall of fame speech and that's what's finally going to do the match. Whoop his ass. Uh, and then, Will, who's the other one? Owen Hart. Whoop his ass. Will, who's the other one? There's you, a third. You would get me to say it. Oh. Wilson. No, Stacey Keebler. Stacey Keebler. Stacey Keebler. I got issues with that. As issues. we said last week, in this Hall of Fame, for the WWE, she makes sense. It's a toy Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, she does not make sense. Nope. In WWE's Hall of Fame, she makes sense. But not in the legit Hall of Fame. Because all she did Wait. was a, manage a few people and ran a couple of damn promos and a few vignettes she in the looked, And looked fucking fantastic. Yes. Oh, she was, I, she was below average in the ring at best. Oh, like, yeah. I, yes. A couple oh, yeah. of times yeah. I saw her wrestle. I, it wasn't really anything. Like, now, I, really wrong. I was I a preteen boy, so seeing her legs go on and make an ass out of himself was very, very distracting. But talent wise in the ring, she was fucking horrible. Yes. I didn't even I didn't I even know she wasn't she was wrestling. <laughs> they haven't really made like a lot of deal about it. They haven't done like the clips like they've done for Kaufman, done for Ray. I just think Stacy don't deserve it, man. I, I really think I they're like, inducting her more for her managerial time than anything. Because you gotta remember, she had testicles over, Will. That's she true. had she That's had true. test over That's in the true. testicles. And, and she got stunned by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. And she said, I stunned like a champ, too. Because he got it in good on her. He got it in bite. How do we... Wait a second. How do we even know who Rey Mysterio is to induct him into the Hall of Fame? Isn't that like by, his whole... If you go back to WCW, his mask was off. Yeah. He, ran, actually, he ran through a whole day, bit without his mask. Today is the 24th anniversary. Guys, 
of it. His name's Rey Mysterio. We shouldn't know who he is, okay? Rey Mysterio Jr. We know who he is. <coughs> but um, no, we're we're um just a little bit more than a week away from Mania. It is coming. Um, I'm I'm more excited for it than I was a couple of weeks ago. They put some matches in it that I'm happy for. I think the um, blood lo- the Usos versus Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. I'm excited for that. That's going to be a great match. The Edge and Balor match, which will it's been pretty much said. He Edge cut a promo on Raw tonight and said, "Bring the demon. The devil wants to meet him." It better the be I'm fucking line. I popped so hard mm. for that line. I mm. think I bet I you think Stax is going to get his wish. <laughs> Fuck you, climax. Somebody. That was the climax, right? The <laughs> just wait, just waits for the right well, line. But he I just think... frosted that snow cone. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Count it. I think uh, Stax is gonna oh, get his man. wish. I think we're gonna get Brood Edge versus Demon Balor. Work for me. So, Work for me. There's a couple of matches that suck. Almost versus Lesnar. Stupid. Le- um. I, I'm just I can't get behind this new um fuck I can't even think of his name Bray Wyatt and I'm not excited for the Bray Wyatt Lashley match but there's some there's gonna be some great I know matches. One damn thing. I know one I'm damn not thing. excited for a two night mania again either. I, I know one damn thing. Rhea better go over Charlotte. Damn it. She if beat that Bailey happen, If that don't if that don't happen, I'm mad as hell. Rhea deserves that championship. But uh, was there a heel? No, right now he's no, playing. He's running face. He's running face right now. Yep. Um, always be a heel. Well, right now he's running. He's running the uh, uh, good old country boy storyline. Just uh, okay. Well, yeah, it's probably old, the best. Just, just natural Brock. He's not doing any real say, He's just so playing just him? himself. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I back love. Back. I've got go to say, I've said this a few times. Go back and I've watch enjoyed... that interview with Pat McAfee. Oh, it's so funny. It's so, it's so good. Funny. It's so it's good. So no, but um, I'm loving this Lesnar more than I've loved any version of Lesnar since he came back because it's just true Lesnar. You're just meeting the guy. And I feel like I've honestly enjoyed and gotten to like the character a little bit more seeing this side of him. Um, and I honestly believe Lesnar's about done. Like, I think he's coming to the sunset of his career. Like, what more he got to prove? Yeah. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. nothing. He nothing. will go down as one of the most dominant in WWE. I... Um, Goldberg's contract, don't forget, Goldberg contract is up. He, yeah, has, he is a legit free agent. He I going think to true Lesnar, though. He's going to, he going no, to AEW. <laughs> Fuck you. Cody, not that stupid. Um... <laughs> There is like when it comes to um, dang it, I can't remember what I was gonna say. You guys distracted me. Sorry, we saw. Take another hit of that. Take another hit of that. Um, (laughs) drug test. I got one. So on other news, if you count, if you you hit seven, interrupt me. (laughs) But um. On other news, in AEW this past week, you did have a big debut. Ty Valkyrie made her debut in AEW. Um, this is a big signing for them in their women's division, which right now I would say is the highlight, one of the big highlights for AEW. The women's division is really coming along. Um, and um, 
Ty is a, is a big signing. And Will, I think we might finally get our wish. I think this might be the person who finally beats Jade. Like, I think so too. I, I think so too. I don't see why you bring her in if she's not going to be the one. Because as we've said many times over, I just don't feel like anybody on the roster at this point is believable. At least not people that you have available. Right. Like, right. Maybe Soraya. Soraya's in another match. Tony yeah. Storm. Maybe she's in another storyline. Yep. Any any of the freelancers, maybe. She's beaten Ruby Soho twice, so no. Yep. yep. Um, but the other women that aren't in major storylines, she's beat them over yeah. and over and over again. Yeah. And so I think Taya makes the most sense. Taya yeah. would be a great second champion. Um, and not to sit and like, oh my <laughs> fucking god, what the fuck. <laughs> No, nope. you just came out, <laughs> and, and, and seven just left. <laughs> but that um, boy ain't right. <laughs> that boy ain't right. <laughs> That's a good one. You need to keep that one. <laughs> that boy uh, ain't right. But no, um. Wrestling this past, I mean, you like a you look like a retarded ninja. <laughs> he looks like a pup. raccoon. He <laughs> looks like something you see in a in a uh, BDSM bar. Oh damn! Yeah. He done I went mean, there. What do you think I, I went for? Damn! I ain't going that far. Damn. I, I, I don't think someone who is telling their friends as that, that that they're a furry needs to come out as a furry, but it seems like that's what you're doing here. Um, I respect your choice, but I still think it's fucking weird, okay? Um, <laughs> I'm just going to just let you know. Dan, Dan, that's, that's, Dan, that's the same thing he said to me when I came out. I was going to say, the fact that you know what a furry is, is uh, just telling enough. Because I don't know what a furry, what, what is that? <laughs> It's someone who likes to dress up as an animal and have sex. Sometimes have sex. I do know people that are in like in a yeah. that is just for cosplay, not sex. So there are two sides to that coin, and I will. There's a there's an X. I'm definitely rated. I'm definitely the ha- wants to have sex as an animal type. That's definitely. <laughs> yeah, I I had zero. How the hell did show before. get from hey. damn legit sports to damn furries? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell, man. <laughs> Well, it'd be one thing if this is one of the weird. It'd be one thing if this was one of the weirdest rants we've ever went on, but it's not. So, no, it's it's really not. And it makes sense. It makes sense that I get raccoons up in here because I like to have sex with all the trash. Sex with trash, really? Yes. Actually, with actually with the trash, not calling the humans trash. Like I'm like cottage cheese containers and stuff like that erica you haven't been here in like two months you don't understand um uh like how off the rails this show has gotten (laughs) and hey and the more off the rails the more the more the viewership just goes we're like we're like the bussin with the boys podcast on meth like if you bought it on wish and a meth pipe this is what you would get 
What is what is busting with the boys? We're we're no it's Will Compton and Tamron Lewan's podcast. No wow. seven. What we are is we are the vi- wish version of the Pat McAfee show on DMT. Sounds like a lot of Hoopla! or acid or acid. Hoopla! I think acid would be yeah. That we we are the Pat McAfee show from Wish. On acid, I think that's yeah. that's that's the accurate. Man, there's some bull, there's some bull joint. I'm finna disconnect all y'all. <laughs> I've been, yes. I'm disconnecting all y'all. since the last time we've been on. My internet, my internet still comes on like that. Is that that's normal, right? <laughs> Real that's, quick, that's how we close out my segment so we can move on to baseball. Um, and get the uh, hell out of here. We had an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, so we need to move on to baseball. So. Uh, wrestling is kind of in its holding pattern that happens every year at this point. We're coming into Mania. Biggest week of the year is coming up for all wrestling companies. Um, going to be some great wrestling in two weeks. I'm excited for that uh, World Cup that um, New Japan. I'm trying to catch it. Will, are you excited for that World Cup that they're putting on with Impact in New Japan? And yep, New yep, Japan? yep. Yep, yep, yep. That's gonna be fun. I want to so, see that. Um, yeah, we'll we're gonna have probably some big news coming up in the next couple of weeks of wrestling as we get closer, and then everybody knows that my, that Raw after Mania mm-hmm. is always huge. So, all right, that's all I got. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move over to the seventh inning stretch to wrap this puppy up. I want to be the best in the game, invest in my name, check no restraints, I'm obsessed with the pain, I ingest, I retain, assess and I change, possessed by the thought, I'll be free one day from society's restraints. All right, Seven, what you got, man? So to start it off with the World Baseball Classic, a couple of things. Both my picks are out, what the fuck? Um... Mexico lost tonight. That's them damn furries, that's why. Well, there's our final. Japan will be facing the United States tomorrow night in the final. The U.S. gets to defend the World Baseball Classic title that they won in 2017. Um, Japan has some notable... Yeah, I can't fucking talk. Japan does have some notable players on their roster, including Shohei Otani and um, player that I was quite interested to um to get to see more of why were you interested in that guy um why do i try to get his name back up in front of me because i don't want to mess it up um yoshida matsu I can't remember. I can't remember how to say his first name. Last name Yoshida, a player that Boston signed from the uh, from Japan on a five year, ninety million dollar deal. Hit a three run home run in the seventh inning to start a scoring run by the Japanese, where they would win six to five tonight. I actually watched the home run happen. It was beautiful. Um, people are gonna stop saying he was overpaid real quick. Isn't um, like, isn't also, like Mas- Masaki Yoshida? Or something? Ma- Matsuka. Matsuka, I think, I think it's Matsuka Yoshida, um, and I'm sorry I'm butchering your name if you happen to watch, you know, because I'm sure you're a big fan of the podcast. Um, well, Yoshida, yeah, he gets it translated. Yeah, he gets it translated. We are big in Japan. Um, we are big in Japan. Hi, Um We are. So Tony, Tony, not so much. We are. So if I go over, so if I go over there, I'm a big star. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Tall ones. Oh, yeah. For sure. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one over there, Jack. We're gonna go get him a buffet. Hey, uh, Japan. Yeah. Japan, hide your women. Hide them. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Some of them. Some of them look like men over there, so they're they're all right. Uh, I'm gonna be careful. I'm gonna be careful. We're gonna be selecting them. We gonna, I'm gonna get a select few. Make sure few, you look the under proud, the skirt before you go behind the door. Under the skirt before you go behind the door. Okay. Um, look for your desired appendage. I'm not gonna judge whichever one that is. That's between you and God. I don't care. But check first because okay. it can go both ways. Like that's that's the thing. Is like genuinely it can go both ways. Now that Those I'm done being racist, good looking no, little um, men. <laughs> no, um, but the Japanese people they they, they, they actually appreciate their culture. I'm over there. Jokes. Anyway, um, so but but um, obviously Shohei also a force on the Japanese team. So Team USA, Team Japan tomorrow night. I believe the game starts at seven o five Eastern. U.S. versus Japan, or as I am Where going we- to call it on Twitter, until I get until I get suspended, Pearl Harbor 2.0. Um, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Hey, Seven, real quick, isn't Japan the only team to have won it twice? And if the U.S. wins this, they will tie that record. I believe so. And Japan can we watch is these going guys? for their third. Uh, Fox. Fox okay. is running okay. all of the uh, World Baseball Classic games. And then I gotta say, it's been a great, great tournament. Like it's, it's been... the tournament has been legitimately good enough that it has stoked the argument. Uh, it has fed the argument against the rule changes that um, Robert Manfred made because you know they still they didn't implement the pitch clock because they didn't you know they because it's not something that's used in all the leagues because the other leagues the batters don't take five minutes between pitches to adjust yeah. the fucking shit every goddamn can. pitch right. and how right. efficient they move it's exactly they actually just get shit done that's why we need the pitch clock in the US game yes uh it's not for the pitchers the pitchers want to throw their shit except for there was one guy that throws for I think it was Columbia he was trying to get on to a, a major league team. The dude has a 16 second windup. Ain't no way in hell he's gonna make it in the majors. Well, no, you um, look from or Luis Garza from the Astros is having to do away with his rock the baby cha cha. He can't do it in the pitchcock time. Yeah, you he's yeah, and, and that's the thing is you're 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 gonna see the biggest things you're gonna see is no 10 minute windups from pitchers and no five minute adjustments between pitches from every batter on every pitch. Like it's just going to cut that stuff out, which I'm okay with. There's people that like the purity of it. Go fuck yourselves. I don't want to spend six hours watching a game that can be played in less. Like that's the thing is we, it, it's entertainment. It should be efficient. Do I, I hate seeing Luis have to give that up because it's so iconic for his pitch. But, um, I, I agree 100%. I guess Dan just got bored of us and like, I'm out. Yeah, yeah he's having technical, <laughs> I think he's having technical issues. Um, he, might. he might. But we are seeing spring training plug on. We are just a couple of weeks away from the start of the Major League Baseball season. Yeah. Um, spring training really gets started this next week after the Classic, right? Like, it'll really... I, well, I mean, because... Yeah, well, because after the classic, all these guys are going to go to their teams, and you'll start to actually see them towards this last part. But spring trade's really been going like because that game that I went to a week and a half ago, 
Um, there was a lot of starters that were in that game. Belly was in that game. Um, like, like there was, there was, you know, most of their starting lineup that wasn't playing internationally because of the world baseball classic was in that game. Um, and it was, it was Cubs and White Sox. Like it was, it was, a. Uh, there were decent rosters on both sides, but for, for, for me, the, the, the one thing that pisses me off and I'm going to go on this rant and then we can wrap up. I um, I agree with you. 120%. I'm going to hold on. I don't, I don't, I don't do this for myself very often, but, um, hey, whoa now. I, I, I want to make sure that I'm front and center for this. Keith Oberman sports writer. Oh. had the fucking balls to disrespect the World Baseball Classic and say that stars shouldn't play in it because it's not it, it's meaningless baseball. Those were the actual words he used were meaningless baseball. These guys were were fighting to be on their national teams to be able to represent their family's country on a national on an international level. And the honor that that brings, like being an Olympic athlete, and you are going to have the fucking wrinkled nutsack. The way he said it, to, 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 to call it meaningless baseball. Injuries happen in spring training every fucking day. Yep. Do not disrespect this national international competition. And he didn't even just disrespect the competition. He disrespected the players saying, playing where your grandma got laid. That's some fucked up shit. That's an old white guy that thinks that just because he gets, he has the platform he does, he gets to say what he wants. This same nutsack thinks that Barry Bonds is not a Hall of Famer. This same nutsack thinks Roger Clemens is not a Hall of Famer. Keith Oberman, you need to fucking retire and shut up. I would rather listen to Kurt Schilling talk about aliens than you comment on baseball. Go fuck well, yourself. We also got to remember, Overman wasn't always a sports writer. He started off as a actual news correspondent whose big fat mouth got him in trouble. Started with ESPN. Well, before that, he was actually on, I think, MSNBC. Like, he was actual news. At one point, he was not a sports writer. He was, uh, like, an actual Actually, pundit. I think he was on CNN at one point. CNN, that's it. Thank you, Okay, Seth. okay, okay, okay. okay. He was okay. Actual, I was just like, before, he, he was a pundit, like a political pundit at yeah. one point. Said some shit, got himself in trouble, then went to ESPN and became a sports writer. Yeah, it's, this is why old white guys should not be allowed to have microphones. Just take them all away. I mean, Skip Bayless proves that every day. Right. <laughs> This dude was saying that it, it, Skip today was saying on Undisputed that he thinks because of the fact that the Cowboys got Brandon Cooks that they are that they are contenders. Oh my God, bro! You guys Brandon don't have a Cooks competent coach or a competent quarterback. Brandon Cooks is not the key to your Super Bowl ring. Don't, he's he's a good pickup for the Cowboys. He's going to be a good fit, but he is not the only answer. They are not getting anywhere near what an NFC Championship game until you get rid of Mike McCarthy or Dak. Best, you know, you need to get rid of both to get to a Super Bowl. What do you want to bet me that Cooper Rush starts four games next year at the least? Dax gets hurt at some point, and Cooper Rush starts four games next year. Easy. Oh yeah, Dax not played a full season. Yeah, four to six. Oh. He'll he'll miss four to six games. 
Um, but yeah, I hundred percent agree with you on that take. That's some bullshit. Like, um, it's if, the if fucking that's the disrespect. Case, the Olympic, if the, yeah, that's the case, up, the Olympics man. needs that's to go away. Up. The World Cup needs to go away. The U.S. exactly. Open... It's this is an in, this is these competitions, and and Oberman would understand this if he didn't have his head up his ass. These international sporting competitions are about international camaraderie and diplomacy. And, and they revive giving, the sport. You look at what this has done for baseball. Exactly. It, it, it helps invigorate interest in the sport in each of its communities because it's one team on an international scale. Now, when, when you look at the um, – when you look at it, it's disrespecting – disrespecting the 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 world baseball classic because of american baseball is saying that international competition isn't important enough to our american game that has 162 games in the season is too fucking long to begin with yes that's the change that they should make to baseball yes cut it in half like that that, that that's the main change i i mean you go to 100 games 100 games of playoffs Fair. You're fine. I'll, I'll give you that i'll give you 100 games Hunter get yeah, I mean, because of the fact that it's a slower game, yeah, it's a little bit more of a relaxed. Like I can see having a little bit longer of a season. I mean, half, I think half would be about eighty. So yeah, I could I, I would go with yeah, because it's one sixty two. Half would be eighty one. So a hundred hundred games a year would be perfect for baseball. And, and I say this as an avid fan of baseball. Like Same. the length of the season is. I can't get into it until after the All Star break. Like that is when I it's... really start to follow things. I I have during baseball season because I always get to um, MLB TV. I have games going in the background most of the day, like through my earpiece or just on the on the on my phone, just going. I'll look down and see scores and shit like that. But I actually get in to start watching games, like really sitting down and watching, unless it's a Red Sox game, until the break. Like I, I make sure that I do my research for for stuff that we cover here and on the Diamond Report, but when it comes to like really just watching a game to watch a game, if it's not a Red Sox game, I'll see it after the All Star break. Yep. Oh, like right. you, when it's baseball, that you know when it's actually not the meaningless baseball, which is April, May, and fucking June at least. That's meaningless baseball. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and on that note. If no one has anything else they want to get into, um, don't forget to tune in tomorrow night, Sports Report Fight Night. Myself, Josie. I think the whole crew's back tomorrow night. Should be. Should be the whole crew. And I heard we might have a special guest, the Moose and Champion of the World. Oh, cool. That'll be, that'll work. That'll work. For sure. Wait a minute. Yeah, your your boy toy might be there tomorrow night. Your boy toy my, might be my, man, my my big piece of juicy man meat. <laughs> your Canadian your Canadian beefcake. Oh, Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. Gene, if you're watching. <laughs> um, oh my goodness! Yeah, there... but. Uh, I, I think uh, Stacks, Kill, me, Will, got a lot to talk about on this road to Mania. We're going to talk more about Kaufman, more about the Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, make sure you join us 10 nights And if there is nothing else for myself, Josie Seven, 
Dan, my girl Erica down there. Erica, hang out for a little bit if you could. Um, we want to thank everybody for being with us tonight on the Sports Report. We'll be, we will be back here, same bat time, same bat channel for the Sports Report podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Everyone take care. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go.